The Christian Wilkins decision looming for the Dolphins is a complicated one, but what is the ideal outcome based off of the realistic possibilities? We're exploring that here today on Locked on Dolphins. You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked on Dolphins, co-host of Locked on NFL Scouting. You find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Tip of the cap to our everydayers because it is your team every day. We don't just say it, we live it. On the Locked On Network, today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. And we are going to get started with some big picture conversations pertaining to the Miami Dolphins this week on the program. Christian Wilkins looming first and foremost as kind of the heavyweight decision that the Dolphins are going to have to uh, decide what path they want to take. And and they have several pathways that they can pursue. Um, I feel pretty strongly about what the ideal outcome is, and it unfortunately uh, does not involve Christian Wilkins playing for the Dolphins in 2024 and beyond. And and I'll start by saying this. I'm a massive fan of Christian Wilkins as a player. Uh, I think he's everything the Dolphins drafted him to be when they drafted him in 2019. Uh, I think their negotiation window uh, to kind of find common ground feels like it's coming on based off of Christian Wilkins not accepting offers in the summertime and Uh, how the Dolphins then invested some other dollars elsewhere and Christian betting on himself and going out and posting a a nine sack season. So they have the following pathways that they can take the Dolphins. You can let Christian Wilkins walk period. No questions asked. You can extend Christian Wilkins on a contract that's probably going to at least hit the benchmarks of the Jeffrey Simmons contract, which is an average of $23.5 million per season, if not the Quinn and Williams contract, which is $24 million per season. You can tag Christian Wilkins with one of two outcomes in mind. You can tag Christian Wilkins with the intent of him to play this year on the salary on, on the franchise tag, or you can tag Christian Wilkins with the intent to trade him. That, to me, is the ideal outcome based on the realistic possibilities when you consider the needs of the roster, the needs to um, be strategic with your spending and your salary cap, the needs of potentially infusing more draft capital into your mix so that you can add more rookie contracts so that you can kind of take this transition of one group of bigger contracts to the next group of bigger contracts and you can take it in stride. But we're going to explore all of these options here on the show just to uh, make sure that we're as thorough as we possibly can be. So anything that the Dolphins do, let's accept these generally accepted common practices for the Dolphins this offseason. 
They're going to restructure Tyree Kill, Jalen Ramsey, Bradley Chubb, and probably Zach Sealand. Tyree Kill saves you over $12 million. Jalen Ramsey saves you 18. Bradley Chubb saves you 14 and a half. Zach Sealer, you could save four and a half, five million. So that in itself gets you about 45, 50 million dollars in cap space. That puts you close to net zero. You're going to probably waive Emmanuel Agba, which will save you 13 and a half or 14. You can waive Jeff Wilson and Keon Crossan and save about $3 million a piece. They currently have 46 players on the, on the roster. If they sign five players to minimum salaries, you're talking losing another four to $5 million in cap space. It leaves you with those basic commonly accepted practices. It leaves you about $13 million in operating salary cap. The franchise tag tender for a defensive tackle is about $23 million. So you still have work to do just to fit the franchise tag on the books. So that will be one of the cons when we get to uh, tag with the intent of play for Christian Wilkins. But there's other moves the Dolphins can make, be it parting ways with Jerome Baker. You could save 10. You could extend Jerome Baker and potentially save seven. You could move on from Mike White and save three and a half. You could give Tua Tagovailoa a contract extension and probably save twelve to fourteen million dollars against the salary cap this upcoming season. So there's more levers to be pulled. There's more decisions that could be made. That's about it for the pre-June first decisions, though. Xavier Howard seems like a popular cut candidate or transition candidate, but you can't touch that money before June first. So your mentality for this offseason cycle is probably start of league year through the draft and then nothing until after June 1st. And then you can open up about $18.5 million in cap space by moving on from Xavier Howard. That gives you the dollars you need for the next wave of free agency, which is probably vets on one-year deals looking for, for a landing spot. But it's important to paint the picture of your, your commonly accepted practices get you to about 13 to $15 million in cap space, which is not enough to accommodate the salary cap by itself. There needs to be one other big corresponding maneuver if that is the pathway you're going to take. So if you're weighing out letting Christian Wilkins walk, it's no problem. You can get yourself to operating salary cap for that first phase of this offseason. And remember, you, you need salary cap for the draft picks. But you don't have to sign your draft picks right away. You can wait until after June 1st to sign them. So you don't need to create that space right away as well. So what you're left with is you either do or don't with the franchise tag for Christian Wilkins. But if you tag Wilkins with the intent to trade, you potentially leave yourself an avenue where you still have all the operating cap for the start of Lee County year. And we're going to get into that scenario as my preferred outcome and the rest of the scenarios next year on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. So stick with us. This uh, Super Bowl, make sure you're not caught without whatever you need to maximize your game day experience with your favorite local restaurants. Or if you're throwing a party, 
perhaps your favorite local grocery with all of your recipes for all of your home gating experience. DoorDash has you covered. Let them do the prep work for your home gating experience for your Super Bowl party. So whether you're looking for your favorite meal at halftime, if you're looking for your favorite dip that you need to make for all you and all of your friends, DoorDash has you covered right now. You can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. Download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change and terms do apply. Passion, drive, and patience are what brings home the winning trophy, but it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style. eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts. For your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the dub. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. eBay guaranteed fit available only to U.S. customers. So my preferred outcome, my ideal outcome for the Christian Wilkins saga uh, is a franchise tag and transition with the idea of trading him elsewhere. And it is not anything to do with the talent of Christian Wilkins. It is not anything to do with the fit of Christian Wilkins on the scheme. It is the needs of the many versus the needs of the few. Christian feels intent on maximizing his value, and he's 28 years old. He'll be 29 by the end of the 2024 season, right? So this may be the only big money contract that Christian Wilkins gets. I understand the mentality of wanting to maximize this window if you're Christian Wilkins, especially when you nearly double your sack production in a contract year. So for that perspective for Christian Wilkins, don't expect the hometown discount. They made competitive offers back and forth, and Christian did not want to accept those preemptive offers. And here's what I know. A lot of people will probably look at the Christian Wilkins situation, and if he moves on, you'll say, ah, oh, you should have you gave the money he was asking for before the season. But if you gave Christian Wilkins the money he'd been, ask, he'd been asking for before the season, before he actually went out and did it, I promise you, they'd have got hammered for that too. Because Christian Wilkins is looking for a top-of-market defensive tackle contract. And he's going to get it. He's going to get it somewhere. So your decision is you give him that or you let him walk. And if you let him walk, you are understanding that uh, if you let him walk without the tag, you get nothing for 12 months. If you let him walk in free agency, the Dolphins will not be in a position to spend a contract that would rival that. So they would be in position to receive a compensatory pick. But here's the thing about compensatory picks. You have to wait 12 months to get them. And they're also playtime dependent. So if Christian Wilkins were to miss time, significant time with an injury with his new team, 
it impacts the level and the round pick that you are receiving as your compensatory pick back. So there is incurred risk with letting him walk and just assuming that you're going to get a third round pick. It doesn't work like that. If he misses time, you're potentially looking at a fourth round pick being the compensatory pick that you get back 12 months after the fact. So that's the incentive to try to recoup something now. And the only way that you can do that is by activating something that retains his rights for another season. That would be the franchise tag at 23 plus million dollars, fully guaranteed. The downside of that, of course, is if you don't find a trade partner for Christian Wilkins, you need to accommodate the $23 million against the cap with no ability to finagle that from a salary cap perspective. Now, you can rescind the salary cap or the franchise tag if you would like. So you can place the franchise tag on and then eventually pull it back off up until a certain deadline and let the player pursue into unrestricted free agency. So it's not like once you make the decision to use the, the tag, you're locked in definitively and it potentially has a catastrophic impact on your uh, your, your friend salary cap for that upcoming season. But the window to utilize the franchise tag starts in February. And if you're the Dolphins and you utilize the franchise tag for Christian Wilkins and you approach his reps and you explain the situation, you give them permission to start to speak with teams. You potentially have his representation going out and finding a partner and finding somebody who's willing to offer you compensation and give Christian Wilkins the contract that he is looking for to have the maximized window of his second contract as an NFL player. That is the closest you're going to find to a win-win for Christian Wilkins and his interests and for Christian and the Miami Dolphins in their respective interests as well. It would be of the best interests of the Dolphins to retain Christian Wilkins' services. But the relative cost versus if you were to go with an older player on a shorter-term contract of maybe one or two seasons, you're talking potentially getting Robert Hunt, another starting caliber player, and a replacement for Christian Wilkins if you wanted to go the veteran route, all for the price of Christian Wilkins' next contract. Now, Jeffrey Simmons, being the example that we'll use here at $23.5 million, his first year of his new contract offered a salary cap hit of $6.5 million. So it's not like if you were to extend Christian Wilkins, you couldn't make the first year of the salary cap very easily digestible, $6.35 million to be exact. There's long-term implications that make it much more complex across the other contracts that you're anticipating you're going to have to hand out. But if you're, again, looking at the needs of the many versus the needs of the few, the Dolphins need to address their offensive line in a way that is not just, oh, we'll hope we get healthy this year. They have to reinvest some contracts, particularly on the interior. 
We have to see what happens with Teron Armstead and his pending decision regarding retirement or not. But transitioning away from one big contract is the uh, accepted prolonged winning window approach for many teams. You think about Kansas City and transitioning away from, say, Tyreek Hill. They may be transitioning next away from Chris Jones. He's scheduled to hit free agency this upcoming season. You think about the Buffalo Bills and transitioning away from Tremaine Edmonds, an $18-plus million a year linebacker, a top-of-market contract to maintain the rest of the group. It's, it's an unfortunate reality of if you are going to have an extended winning window. And while the Dolphins have not had the breakthrough against the glass ceiling that they've been pressed against, they have had a four-year competitive window with four consecutive winning seasons. That's not nothing. That's part of this conversation, is you are now trying to prolong this and break through. The longer you stay within your winning window, the better chance you have of having a breakthrough if you haven't had one yet. So that's the part of this conversation that it doesn't feel like because the Brian Flores years are overlapping with the Mike McDaniel years and they feel like two separate eras because they technically are, but it's still the same cycle from a team building perspective. And the coaching change and the scheme changes in the midst of that are challenges that you have to persevere through in the same cycle of team building where you are in a competitive window right now. And that is what creates this uh, time pressing timeline for Christian Wilkins versus the timeline of sustaining everything else that you have built and continuing to build on it. Letting a player walk is one thing, but if you can get something back is something else entirely. And that is what the Dolphins did not do with Mike Isecki. When they had him on the franchise tag, they retained him for a season, and it did not go well, and then he left for a one-year, $4 million contract, and his value was shot. Christian Wilkins' value will never be higher, probably. Can you properly strategize this window and utilize the month of February in the first half of March to find a dance partner to get something? Because there's no guarantees with what you're waiting 12 months for if you just let him walk. And it doesn't help you now with the transition anyway. There's one thing the Dolphins can't do. We'll talk about that next year on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Happy Super Bowl to everyone from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end this football season with a dub or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score touchdowns, how many points will be scored, and much, much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Here's the 
Here's the one thing the Dolphins cannot do. The Dolphins cannot tag Christian Wilkins with the intent to play. It's just not a realistic window. We've talked about the moves the Dolphins could make uh, to give them the $13 to $15 million in operating cap for the start of the league year. Restructure Tyree Kill, Jalen Ramsey, Bradley Chubb, Zach Sealer, and move on from Emmanuel Agba, Jeff Wilson, Keon Crossan. Okay, you've lost three players who are secondary or complete non-contributors to your team. And now you have 13 to $15 million in cap space. You need that plus another $10 million just to accommodate the franchise tag for Christian Wilkins. That's not a... What that does is it puts you back in the place you were in the summertime, which you're negotiating with Christian Wilkins, trying to get a deal done, and it gridlocks all your other personnel moves. Because remember, they're negotiating with Christian Wilkins. He's holding in. And then eventually it says, okay, well, we, we got to get some other deals done. So we're going to extend Zach Sealer and we're going to extend uh, Alec Ingle in a span of 36 hours. Once they made the decision that Christian Wilkins, it's just not going to happen. If you were to put the franchise tag on Christian Wilkins with the intent to play him, that completely unmalleable franchise tag total means you need to do all the commonly accepted practices for the, the salary cap. And then you also need to give to Itangavaloa his contract extension just to afford the franchise tag. Then you need to potentially move on from Jerome Baker and Mike White to get you back to $13 million. I think it's reasonable to ask the Dolphins to have about $20 million in, in salary cap space for the first chapter of free agency from March through June 1st. Because look back on what they did this past season. David Long, two for 11. His year one cap hit was $3.3 million. Mike White, two for eight. His year one cap hit was 2.3. So now you're at five, five and a half. Braxton Berrios, one for three and a half. So now you're at nine. Uh, Dan Feeney signed for uh, one for three and a quarter. Obviously, he didn't see that through. But now, you, now you're at 12, 12 and a quarter plus the Jalen Ramsey trade, which ended up being about another three, three, three and a half against the cap. So you're at 15 plus. Realistically, you, th this team can address some needs and anything signed after the 51st player. It's only the mathematical difference between whatever their salary cap is and the 51st player. So use Deshaun Elliott as an example. Signing Deshaun Elliott to a $1.7 million contract only added $700,000 against the, the salary cap because the bottom player is a million dollars and Deshaun Elliott was 1.7. So you need about 20 to have a competitive first window, but you're not going to be bidding for top dollar players. You could probably get two, two, three starting caliber players and then the rest are starters that are skill-specific for whatever this scheme is going to look like on either side of the ball. You just don't have that with the franchise tag for Christian Wilkins with the intent to keep him on the franchise tag. So if you're going to franchise tag him, you either got to know we're going to do the deal by March 16th or somebody else is going to have to do the deal and we're going to have to have him in place. And if we don't get it and we're not doing the deal, then the tax is going to have to come off. 
The one thing you can't do is play him on the tag this year. That gridlocks everything else for this offseason through June 1st, and that's not a place that this team can live. So the ideal outcome for me is you get some compensation now. You give Wilkins and his team a chance to speak to teams across the league in all of February and the first half of March and decide uh, where they'd like to go and what kind of compensation is, is on the table. You maximize that window. You add a need to your depth chart, which is probably two players to fill Christian Wilkins' 80% snap share. And then you address your interior offensive line, which needs to be one of the strongest units on your team relative to where the running game needs to get better and where your quarterback strengths and weaknesses are. You retain your other free agents that you want to make sure that you bring back. And then you guarantee that you definitely have the operating cap space within that window from March 16th through June 1st. Things get a lot easier after June 1st because you're going to open up some dollars with moving on from a vet. That's going to do it for us here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day. I hope you enjoyed this discussion on Christian Wilkins. We have other big picture conversations coming this week. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. Fins up. I'll be back. Talk to you all again tomorrow.